So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What up, guys? We've got a special show for you today, a show we only get to do a few times a year. And I'm going to be honest. Thank goodness. Okay. I don't know about you, Becca. So let's just let's just pop this off. This is we are doing a special show where we are talking about the girls bios for Matt James season. Yes, folks, we're already here and we're the first podcast to talk about the girls bios and to get all into it. And I don't know about you, Becca, but I'm not ready. I'm still trying to get to know Tasha's man. <laughs> I was literally just thinking it felt like we just did this for all of Claire and Tasha's men like yesterday. We're still learning some of their names that are still on the show. So it's like, how are we going to have an all new cast? Plus, no. I think Matt James's season has the most cast members that we've probably ever seen come through the show in one season. It's a lot. Really? You're 32? You 32. Okay, I have 31. How many men did you have? I had 28, I believe. Somebody had more. Maybe it was Claire. Maybe oh, Claire, Claire did had have, the most. I guess you're right. She Maybe did. Maybe she did. Yeah. But 32 is a lot. It is a lot. And um, yeah, I feel like we just did this. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I personally have more fun going through the men's bios, of course, because it's like going shopping. Yeah, but, girl. you know, hopefully we have some good picks of the bunch here for Matt. Um, 
we started kind of reading through some of the bios, but I will disclose this to all of the listeners. Rachel and I have not seen any cast photos yet. Mm-mm. So this is the first time that we're going to be going through these bios, but also seeing putting putting a face to the name, if you will. So it's going to be very interesting for us. I'm hoping personally that there's like Clarentasia season, there's a little bit older group here, but we shall see. Yes, um, there's not. They're not older. We've 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 at least seen that they're not older. Um, a little disappointing. Um, and 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 it's not even that they're. It's that they're real young. And I know. Mm-hmm. And I and like I don't want to be an ageist, and I don't want to assume that that people are a certain way just because of their age. But I am. Okay, mm-hmm. I am. I'm doing it. I'm judging. That's what we're here. That's what we're here. We're to judge these 32 <laughs> women. Let's just call a spade a spade. So we're going to get right into it. If you guys just want to follow along the cast photos, which were released just moments ago exclusively, you can go to bachelornation.com and dig in. I hate saying it like this. Like, this is so, listen, I just want to preface this by like, you guys, please don't come at us with us being judgmental or opinionated or, you know, like the way our excitement to review and comment on these women. Like, this is just a part of it, right? We're mm-hmm. doing it on a podcast. You guys are going to do it on your couches with wine in your hand on from the television screen. Okay, so mm-hmm. don't get mad at us for doing it a month before. And I will say this, like we are going off of only a photo and a short bio. Like we are very pleasantly surprised, I think, each and every season when we actually get to know who we're seeing on our screens. So, you know, this is very preliminary thoughts. Basically, what we're going to do is go through everyone and then Rachel and I are just going to choose our top four for who we think would be a good fit for Matt yep. or who we just like out of the top, out of the bunch, our top four picks. That's it. Um, and again, I'm sure we'll have many of these girls on throughout the season once it starts to actually get to know them and pick their brains and spill the tea and all the fun stuff to come. So very, very preliminary predictions at this point. Yes. Going through, I will say this before we, d- we dive in. One thing I was hopeful for is it's not even the age that I wanted to see. I want to see women with life experience mm-hmm. because that's why I say, okay, maybe you can't judge a book by its cover or by their age because maybe they have a lot of life experience. Maybe they've mm-hmm. been through some things. Um, you can go through a lot at 21, 22, which yes, there are a few of them in this bunch. Mm-hmm. But what I also gathered from looking through these vials very briefly is that it seems like a lot of people are looking for love for the first time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did Red notice that. Yes. Flags for the first <laughs> time. And I feel like they're looking for love out of pure boredom because quarantine is having us reevaluate things. And maybe they didn't, you know, before when you're able to do all these things, you know, you don't have to worry about that. But now that you're mm-hmm. quarantining and you're stuck in the house, you want a boo to go along with it. So I just find that interesting. The timing is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know it's, how I believe it. It's kind of like, you know the phrase cuffing season where, mm-hmm. I mean, pre, pre-COVID pre and quarantine, people would cuff up during the winter months because they wanted somebody to snuggle with and keep them warm and Netflix and chill. And now I feel like the entire year is just cuffing season. That's what it is. That is yep. what 2020 and I'm sure early 2021 is going to be. So, yeah, timing is suspicious. Honestly, I was thinking about it. Like, if I was one of these girls... I would have said yes to doing it. This is going to sound terrible. No matter who the guy was, just for something to look forward to, to get out of the home, to like have this new experience. Um, So, I mean, I really don't blame them. Mm. Well, yeah, I I will fill you on that. I I, I fill you on that. So, you guys, in order to streamline this, because this could go on and on and on, because there are more than 30 women that we have to get into. We're going to say the name, the age, 
where they're from, their job title, and then what stood out in their bios to us, like what mm-hmm. we found interesting, what, you know, like what we gathered rather than reading through the whole thing. You can take yeah. your own time to do that at BachelorNation.com. Okay. So first up, we have Abigail, 25 from Beaverton, Oregon. She's a client financial manager. And that is not Abigail. But Rachel, reading through Abigail's bio, she seems, you know, like a pretty straightforward, well-rounded individual, laid back. Yep. Always down to have fun. I think really like the only part that stood out to me in this bio, and I hope that she actually wrote this, which I don't know, is that she loves Calvin Harris because his beat slaps. Yeah, uh, not familiar, too familiar with Calvin Harris. Obviously, I know who he is, but I'm not into that type of music. I can name uh, five other people who I think their beats slap harder. <laughs> but, I mean, what stood out to me was that, you know, she's she was born hearing impaired. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I'm not that well versed in the history of Bastard Nation. But to my knowledge, that's the first one uh, contestant that we've had, or at least in a while, for sure. That's hearing impaired. So I'm sure that's going to be something that they talk about. And I'm interested to hear them go through it. The mm-hmm. thing that also really stood out to me is that the first sentence, it says, Abigail is a beautiful soul. Like, who wrote that? <laughs> that's, I mean, not to, t- I'm sure she is, but it's like, wow, did she say that when she was being interviewed? Why is she a beautiful soul? Is that going to be mm-hmm. the introduction for the other 30 plus women? It was just, it was like odd. Like, she's a beautiful soul. Okay. I mean, you know what I clearly, got reading through a lot of these is the I feel like a lot of the bios now are, are romanticized. Mm. Like I know that the show is about love and coming on to find a potential partner, but they just they've just I mean, like they've grown and they've expanded since we were, I think, contestants oh, where sure. it was just like a couple bullet points and that was it. But they're very that's why we probably shouldn't read through all of them because they're very hyped up, very romanticized. There's a lot of adjectives that like yeah a lot of i don't want to say fluff but that no fluff 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 fluff, filler words but i i I do not everybody's but most are and i feel like you can tell when they want us to like someone and they want Mm -hmm. us to like abigail so look out we'll keep our eye out uh the last part here says that she does not believe in first love at first sight but we'll see if that holds true for matt so we'll just have to tune in night one see miss abigail on her screen all right, next is Alana. Alana, 26, from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, she's a photographer. Listen, Canadians are always fun um, on the show. They always have a story, a little bit mm-hmm. like, I don't know, there's like a quirkiness about them. Uh, what stood out to me in this is that she says she's the queen of puns. That's a big title to give mm-hmm. yourself. So I'm expecting big things from her. I'm expecting them to give her many of opportunities to be funny, and I'm expecting punny i should say and i'm <laughs> expecting it to land flat <laughs> i okay actually reading through her bio i really like her because she kind of sounds like me like for instance when we talk about like just life experience and self-discovery like she has traveled the world it sounds like she's a photographer traveling all over but much like me she randomly moved to toronto completely on a whim which i can appreciate um one thing that stuck out to me, and this is just me because I want, I always want, you know, a little drinking partner friend is she loves sipping bubbles. So, you know, hey, we got our bubble line. We can, she can taste test it with me. Um, but I like that she seems to be a little bit more adventurous. I mean, she 
traveled all throughout Europe, went through different, I'm assuming through school, different programs there. So seems like she's seen the world. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I don't think she's going to last long. I think she's there to be fun. Uh, that's pun, what I'm gathering pun, from pun. her. Pun. There to be Excuse pun. me. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, next, Alicia. We have? Alicia is 24 from New York, and she, ooh, I like this, professional ballerina. So, which I will say, not, not as a professional, but I dance ballet, and it is not easy, but she dances for a prestigious dance theater in Harlem, which I will say takes up a lot of time to be a professional ballerina. She probably has not had much time for love in the past. So I'm glad that she's kind of stepping outside of all that she's known to meet Matt. Yeah. I mean, off the bat, knowing that she's a professional, not a ballerina, a professional ballerina. This isn't one where they're like, oh, she likes to dress up in tutus and likes the color light pink and wear tights. No, this is a woman who actually like this isn't a joke. She's a professional ballerina, which I think is super cool. And it says a lot about her. If you haven't seen Black Swan, not saying she's the Black Swan, I'm just saying the life of a ballerina. Or if you'd like a lighter movie, there is... um. Oh, shoot. What is the name of that movie? You know what I'm talking about? Zoe Saldana's in it. And it's like, dance. Um, oh, my gosh. She's got the blonde hair. Oh, She's oh. not great. She's got bad feet. Wait, uh, oh, um, Save the Last Dance. No, not Save the Last Dance. It's um, She's in New York. She goes, this is going to bother me like crazy. Because I was going to say, if you want a lighter movie, why I used to love this movie. Okay, I'm literally looking up Zoe. Sit. And she's oh, a ballerina? Yeah, yeah, because Zoe used to um, dance. Wasn't uh, it Save the Last Dance? Center with? Stage. Center, Center stage, stage is what it's yes. called. Oh, my Center gosh. Center Stage. Rachel, that soundtrack, we should bust that soundtrack out. It's so Center, good. Center Stage, yes. Yeah, so if you want to watch the darker side of it, Black Swan. If you want to watch the lighter, fun side of it, Center Stage. Both movies are fantastic. But no, I like Alicia. She seems driven, dedicated. Um, it takes a lot to be a ballerina. And so I'm really interested in her. I wrote that she is already one of my faves. Like, she's also, a beautiful girl. We can, yeah. We can't gla gla gloss. Oh my God, I cannot talk. We cannot gloss over the fact that she once performed on stage with Aretha Franklin. Yeah. So jealous. So jealous. I, yeah. I, I don't know how I would have just like sat there and drooled. I think I, I would have forgotten everything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I feel, is this our first professional ballerina we've ever had on the show? Uh, you're, I believe I, so. That, at least since our season, yes. Yes. Gotta see some moves. Yeah. Okay. Okay, next is Amber, 30 years old. Uh, first person in our 30s that we've got to, gotten through. Yes, I believe so. Mm -hmm. We've got Amber, 30 years old. She's from Costa Mesa, California. She's a nursing student. Um. Major highlights from her bio here. She's a mother. And if I'm, if I, my memory serves me correctly, she's the only mother on the cast. And mm -hmm. not only is she a mother, she's not a mother of an, of an infant. She's got a teenager. She's got mm -hmm. a 13 year old son. These are tough years. So I'm going to say what everybody's going to be afraid to say. There's no way Matt James is marrying a, a woman with a 13 year old son. I know that sounds harsh and I'm not judging Amber. I think that's amazing that, you know, she's a nursing student. I mean, she had the, you know, she had her son young and she's been able to put herself through school, work hard, you know, live her life, come on The Bachelor. That's awesome. But I don't know if Matt James is ready to be with someone who has a teenage son is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, well, Matt James has 
said himself he's never been in love. So that seems extreme to go from finding somebody, especially on this platform, to finding somebody with with a teenager. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I agree. Um, Props to her. Uh, Amber, hopefully, I mean, that's got to be, I I honestly couldn't even imagine leaving Minnow at this point for a show, let alone a child. So, like, I hope it. I, I truly hope for all of these women, not just her included, that it, this is worth their while, and they get some sort of experience and friendship and self awareness throughout this entire journey. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know if Amber is the one for Mister Mount James. Okay, on down to Anna. We have a lot of women whose names start with A here. Mm-hmm. So we have Anna. She's twenty four from Chicago and is a copywriter. She, oh, this is, this is, I mean, she's from Minnesota. She's originally from a small town in Minnesota. So I, I feel you, girl, uh, fellow Midwesterner, um, <laughs> part actually that stuck out to me, which felt very on brand with Minnesota is, uh, she, she loves her Friday nights at the local bowling alley and going to the <laughs> Applebee's, which I did all the time <gasps> in high school. Did she, Applebee's are yuck. I'm so sorry. There, I, I, Rachel, we had slim pickings, okay? No, and, and it is very Midwestern. <laughs> I mean, when I went to lived in Milwaukee, people would go to Applebee's and I was like, yuck. Mm-hmm. I, there is nothing on the menu that sparks my interest or makes me hungry on, at Apple. I, ugh. I I can't. Not even their half off wings after 9 p.m. I didn't know about that, but I'm very picky about my wings. Not everybody can have good wings. So, (laughs) yeah, I didn't even know Applebee's were still open. I'm going to be honest with you. I truly don't know if they are. Yeah. Well, yeah, clearly I've not been. Shout out to Applebee's. They won't be sponsoring this podcast. (laughs) So I hope we get an ad with them now. Anna, yeah. Anna, the thing that stood out to me the most about her is that her parents nicknamed her Hollywood. So I want to say congratulations, Anna. You made it, girl. Here you are. You got your 15 minutes. Um, Yeah. She's also terrified of fish and obsessed with cheese. We would never get along. I just want to put that out there as well. We'd never be friends. (laughs) She is an experienced junkie. I'm not quite sure what that means. Just she likes the adrenaline, I'm assuming. She once convinced a pilot to let her fly the plane over the bluffs of Minnesota. So I'm really interested to know like what kind of plane that is, because if it's like a Delta flight, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. But okay, Anna. Oh, we, yep. Next we've got Bree, 24, a lot, lot of, lot of below 25 women. Mm-hmm. She's 24 from San Francisco, California. She's a communications manager. Um, okay. Initial thoughts. This is this. She said some things that really bothered me in her bio. Okay. One of them is that she she talks in hashtags and I don't like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, She says that she hopes to have two or three kids of her own and hashtag real talk. No, no, no. But she is a communications manager. and Well, that ain't communicating. There was a man on one season a couple years ago that did the same thing where he'd be like, hashtag whatever, hashtag so and so. So those awful. two could meet in paradise, maybe. Maybe so. And and I and you know what? We don't even remember who he was. I don't want to <laughs> hear you talk in hashtag and, and hashtags. I don't know if that's what the kids are doing. It needs to stop. I don't like it. And the other thing that was problematic in her bio is that she said, How beautiful would her and Matt's babies be? Mm-hmm. I hate when women say that. I just think it is so 
shallow for people to say, oh my God, we have pretty babies. Well, first of all, that shouldn't be the goal. It should be healthy babies. You shouldn't worry about like what they look like. You just, you know, you, you just mm-hmm. worry about, can you even have children? I just, if of all the things you could say, it's my gosh, we're going to have really pretty babies. I just, mm-hmm. I, it's just a pet peeve of mine. Just a pet peeve. Yeah. Other than that, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I agree, Rach. And there we have Brie. Brie. Okay, next we have Carolyn, who is another 30-year-old. She's from our, our current stomping grounds, LA, and she is a journalist. So, uh-oh. wait, what would you say? I said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, she is a serial monogamist um, who has always been the caretaker in a relationship, which is interesting because, I mean, being a little bit older, I don't even want to say older because I'm 30, but... Somebody who has hopefully had a few relationships, who's hopefully been in love. I see her uh, tattoos. I wish I could see them all on this photo of her. She kind of looks like Taylor Nolan a little bit. Here we go again. Becca, not even close. <laughs> I don't, you never see anyone that I see in these pictures. Nobody does. I, I was afraid when you said, you know who she looks like? I thought, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the last time we went through the bios, I said someone looked like this. Three different men looked like the same person or something. I would request that we could get a side by side up of Taylor and Carolyn. Carolyn I don't know yeah. about this. I don't know about this. Here's what I find interesting. I don't know what stood out to me in her bio, but all I wrote in my notes was phase. <laughs> so clearly I liked something about her reading through. I wrote Faith. I guess because one, she was 30. She seems to be straightforward, very self-sufficient. I like that. She hopes to have um, her own, her first novel published in a few years. She seems very matter of fact. She seems to like, like she's not in the name dropping or bragging. Love mm-hmm. that. She wants to get to know people on a deeper level. I, I just love, she just, there seems to be depth there when I was reading her bio. So I just mm-hmm. wrote faves. She's one of my faves. And I didn't even know what she looked like. And now that I know she has a sleeve, I'm obsessed even more. I like I it. I like love it. it. It also says that she fall, she tends to fall hard and fast. So this will be interesting because I mean, hey, you're coming on the perfect show for that. But it'll also be interesting to see if that's the case with Matt. And if so, how is she going to handle it with 31 other women? Right. Oh, oh, oh. She said nothing makes her more upset than injustice. Anyone who mm-hmm. abuses their own power over others makes her living. Maybe that's what stood out. Anyway, she's one of my favorites. All right. Miss Carolyn for you. Uh, Cassandra, 25, Newport, California. She's a social worker. Um, my biggest note about her is that she's a social worker, which I always find to be a selfless profession. Mm-hmm. and a lot of work so mm-hmm. i just i'm always um uh, in admiring those who dedicate their their time their careers their life to um others so mm-hmm. I, I that impressed me about her i think and so i know a few social workers who i'm actually very close with back in minnesota and they all kind of have the same they're a little bit more reserved laid back they're more observant which it says in her bio, she is pretty laid back. So I think it'll be interesting to see how she pairs up with all of the women at the resort. Um, one thing that <laughs> stuck out to me is, and this is probably a pet peeve of mine because I'm such a sharer, 
But she hates it when other people eat off of her plate, which I think is one of my biggest pet peeves on a date. I love when I share food with people on a date or just like with friends. Really? And so that's the one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But hey, you know, we so all have So if you were on a date and you would, how, how soon is it to ask to eat off of somebody's plate? If I feel comfortable with somebody, I don't mind sharing on a first date. No, not you sharing, them sharing. Like if they so, if they go on to my plate. No, no, no. You're well, or if you're, I went into theirs. You went on to theirs. How early, how soon can you pick food off of somebody else's plate? Oh, I would ask on a first date. <gasps> That's if too I much. felt comfortable, I totally would. That's too much. If I but I'm I, if if I was getting the weird vibes or like mm, if if I was not into somebody. I probably wouldn't. But if I was comfortable mm. and into somebody, I'd, I would want to share back and forth. See, I didn't even know I had a problem with this until you said it. If you had asked me before, I would have been like, no, that doesn't bother me. You can eat off my plate. But if on the first date, somebody reached over and grabbed something off my plate, oh, I would need be to turned off. They need to ask first. I would the be first... if I would be bothered if they asked me. <laughs> but what if you were really vibing with them and, and you're like, oh, my God, this is so good. And they're like, oh, can I try this? Would you be like, of course. Then you don't need to let me like scoop it up and put it on your plate. I think it's mm. the idea of them reaching over. I just find it very tacky. If they don't ask first, then I would have a problem. Mm. But mm. Okay, we disagree on this one. But Rachel, let's be honest. I have not been on a first date in years. So well, don't knows? lead with that. Don't <laughs> lead. <laughs> Okay, the next time I go on a first date, I will t I'm going to I'm going to channel you and make sure I don't do that. Yes, please <laughs> don't. Okay, we are on to where are we? Chelsea, 28 from Brooklyn and she is a runway model. And so, oh, this is what stuck out to me. So she actually had a full-time job after college working in corporate America and had this change of heart and just said, you know, F corporate America, I'm going to Follow my passion. And she now is a runway model. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, I found myself, I don't know if we've ever had a runway model. And I love that it says runway model. So it's mm -hmm. like, up. Uh, I'm not an IG model. I'm not your print catalog model. I walk runways, mm -hmm. just in case you got it twisted. If I were her, I would be wearing t-shirts that were like runway model. Hashtag mm -hmm. not, Brie can create her hashtag for her, but hashtag not an IG model. I think mm -hmm. it's dope. You were a runway model. I want to know who you, who you, we're with at Fashion Week. I want to know who you've gotten to know. Do you have other model friends? Obviously, this is Matt James's type because of Tyler uh, and Gigi. You got to think Ooh. he loves a runway mm -hmm. model. He's got to be attracted to that. I wonder if they met before during Tyler and Gigi's days. All I wanted to know, I wanted to know more about her. That's what I, mm -hmm. I found her extremely interesting. And I just wanted to know more. I like the fact to it because she was in a pretty long relationship and she ended it because she felt like she had outgrown him. And then she took time. I'm assuming like this past. It sounds like the past couple of years to kind of explore and, you know, enjoy all that New York has to offer and really see hope. I, I, I hope that she took that time to figure out what she wants now in a lasting partner. And it sounds like she did. So I'm excited to see more of her because I feel like. She's probably somebody that's put in work and like knows what she wants and needs. And now is hopefully that will be attracted back to her. Yeah. And I want to give her a shout out for wearing her hair. She's got it all cut off. She's got mm -hmm. the fade going. Love it. Love yeah. it. I don't know if we've seen that before, but I'm I'm into it. Oh, this is the one thing, though. She wants to swim with stingrays. When I read that, I was like, mm -mm, hard. No. 
Really? You never I've, I've swam with stingrays before. No, they usually you take could the not, stinger I, out. I, I'm they usually deathly take afraid out. of stingrays. But they usually take out the stinger. They're creepy though, right? It's like like a like they're just flat flying around. I just I I read so many books back in the day, like I said weird flying, animal sorry, swimming. ocean books. Of like, sorry, okay, we're so, but no, stingrays not for me. Mm-mm. All okay. right, Karen, twenty two from from Pomfret, Connecticut. Never heard of it. Uh, she's a marketing manager. Um, Karen. <laughs> I, I'm like reading my notes and I don't understand what I wrote. Um, um, I think I said her bio says all the right things. Mm-hmm. With like, you know what I mean? It was like a lot of fluff, mm-hmm. but I felt like I didn't really get Karen. Yeah, it was just like yeah. a lot of talk. It's like saying yes. I like long walks on the beach. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Type thing. What does Watching that really the mean? Sunset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing really stuck out to me here for her um i mean it sounds like she wants a balanced partnership somebody who can support her professionally and personally and vice versa so again you know that's i'm hoping that would be everyone coming on the show i don't know but yeah nothing too major here yeah 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 on we go to amani who is 25 from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and she's a realtor. So, Amani, let's see. Um, For her, I wrote down, I'm I'm dying at my notes because I'm not sure what I was thinking when I was writing, but I wrote down coolest chick. mm -hmm. That's what, she gets the award for the coolest chick in reading her bio. She does not like any instability of any kind, which I appreciate emotional physical and financial i said girl i'm gonna steal that i love well i mean i guess now it doesn't matter but love that that's what turns her off mm-hmm. love it she's cool she's a cool chick and she she seems like she's pretty confident if when she was asked if she could be anyone else for the day she said herself because she's pretty cool right so hopefully we see that translated on the screen right like that's the kind of confidence that we need in this like why would i want to be somebody else when i can be me who's mm-hmm. just who's different and uniquely and beautifully made. Plus she's a fan of nineties R and B music. So am mm-hmm. I, she likes jazz bars over a baseball game. I mean, mm-hmm. as a sports fan, meh, but baseball's boring. So I understand that. Um, I just, she's <laughs> like once her perfect date is being immersed in beautiful, com- meaningful conversation. I just, she just seems cool. Mm-hmm. So don't let me down, Imani. I'm, I'm still hoping you're a cool chick. Imani, um, okay. Um, okay, next we have Ileana, 25, New York, New York, health food developer. We have a lot of New York girls here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot I of New Yorkers here. Notice that I mean, too. And that More is where normal. Matt was living. So I wonder if he did run into any of these women beforehand. And I like that because I think we'll get a different vibe. East Coasters are different. I feel like I have a bit of an East Coast personality. They're a little mm-hmm. bit rough around the edges. They're straight shooters. They're a little witty. And it's it's different from the Southern. And I'm from the South. But I'm mean like from the Southern girls that you get. So I'm interesting. I feel like we're going to have a different dynamic. Maybe I'm just mm-hmm. hopeful for it. All right, Ileana. I like got? her. She's an entrepreneur. So she actually created her own nutritional snack called the Funky Monkey Energy. So... Liana, if you're listening, you can send us some. We'll taste test it and we'll let you know what we think. Yeah. 
I'll let you go first. You know how picky I am. And I'll, <laughs> I'll take I'll try your it first, word for it. I'll let you know. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, uh, what bothered me in her bio is that she says she loves love. I hate that. I don't like that phrase. Um, I love love. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? What does loving love mean? I need you to explain that. And I guess her explanation is she knows she's found it when she and her man feel invincible to the world. I don't know if um, Eliana's ever been in love. That's that's not a definition of love. Maybe well, it says that she was in a relationship for four and a half years. So I would twenty one to twenty five. Yeah, I mean, I would hope that you for that long that you loved somebody, but who knows? She loves um, love. Oh, she loves. She, love. she has a cat uh, who she apparently trained to go to the bathroom on the toilet, which. I don't think it would be an easy thing. So I think that's cool. <laughs> I do. I really do. I actually really think that's cool. Oh man, that just seems like a lot of work. Mm. There's also a litter box, which is e- I don't know. Okay. So okay, next up we have Justinia. She is 27 from San Antonio, Texas, and she's a social media marketer. Which a lot of a perfect, marketers. The the show is a perfect platform for you. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Texas girl, first Texas girl in the group. Proud to see that. What mm-hmm. I wasn't proud of, you know how I feel about the pageant girls. And it's mm-hmm. not her fault. It's not Miss El Paso 2016's fault. It's just the 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 storylines and the drama that's been created around pageant girls has turned me off personally. It's not a knock to her. So I'm just like not as into it. Um, but I feel like if you're listening... And you're a pageant girl out there. It's a shoe in for you to be on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's really the only thing that truly stuck out to me in this one. Um, first pageant girl. I think she might be the only one in the bunch. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, I think she is. The, thank God. You're yeah. right, Becca. There's a positive. She's the only one in the bunch. There, At least there has that we to be know one. Of. And thank goodness it is only the one. So that is her. Um, yeah. Um, okay, we got Kaylee. Kaylee, 26, from Chicago, Illinois. She's a hostess. Um, I mean, Haley, straightforward bio here. What stood out to me the most is that her family has never been into any of the men that she's dated. So she's hoping that will change with Matt. Mm. Let me tell you something, Kaylee. Your family is not going to be happy that you're finding love on reality TV. Right. If they didn't like it in real life, it's going to be... I'm not... This is nothing against Matt, but... You're you're looking for love and competing with 30 plus other women on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think your family's going to be too into that either. So maybe if you don't end up with Matt, here's hoping for the next one. Yeah, that, that could make for a really interesting hometown if it gets to that point. It, mm. it, it, it kind of reminds me of like, you know, um, when Ben Higgins went to JoJo's hometown and the brothers did not like. Wait, was it Ben? Yeah, it was Ben. Yeah. And the brothers did not like him. I feel like that could... I'm getting the vibes here for that. All right. And there is Kaylee. Next up, we have Katie, who is 29, from Renton, Washington. And she is a bank marketing manager. You're right. We do have a lot of marketing managers. Different fields, but same concept. Right. right. Um, okay. She's a witty storyteller. Um, I'm trying to think of anything stuck out to me for Katie too. Um, I feel like at this point, a lot of them are just 
like they all kind of say the same like the fluff where they're, like they're looking for the right man to you know follow their dreams and support them and xyz and that's what i just not i don't I, know i have high hopes for katie do you katie defined herself as a witty storyteller that's a big that's a big thing to say okay being being witty that's a that's like a that's a hard thing like witty is not easy right you gotta be quick on your feet but you have to be funny at the same time and not only is she witty she's a witty storyteller so i am expecting her to be the narrator of the season mm -hmm. i mean she goes as far as saying she wants to host her own talk show like not be paired her herself as if she's oprah you know ellen mm -hmm. you know kelly clarkson so she's I, I'm, I have big, I'm expecting big things from her. Big hopes for Katie. Well, the one part that really stuck out to me, which I found very, very impressive in this, is that she once planned a dog flash mob, which planning a flash mob in itself is hard work because right. I was with some dancers back in the day that did it. Uh, but for dogs, it's probably an even bigger feat. So Katie, hope to see, maybe we'll see the dog flash mob. We'll, uh, we'll see. Woody Storyteller coming on up. Witty storyteller. All right, we've got Kayla, 28, Durham, North Carolina. She is a healthcare advocate. I am not sure what a healthcare advocate is, but I love it. Kayla, we are thankful for what you do because if I'm assuming what, what, a, what a healthcare advocate is, you are advocating on behalf of healthcare. That's like the most general term, the way to, to, to define it. <laughs> But, I mean, our, our frontline workers need you more than ever. And mm -hmm. as we're going through what we're going through in this country, we need more people to be advocates for, for health care and health care system and those who are immersed within it. So kudos to you. Thank you for what you do. I'm sure you have your work cut out for you. Are you going to tell me that's not what it is? No, no, no. no. I, I, well, I can Google it. But I was going to say, I like the fact that she, she has even said this in her own bio that she has been overly committed to work in the past, but she doesn't mm -hmm. look at it as a negative. And I think that's important. I think it's okay for women to enjoy work and to spend a lot of time and energy up until a certain point. But it's nice now that she's coming on to hopefully balance that out. The definition of a healthcare advocate who their role is to assist, educate, and support patients and their families so they're able to make appropriate healthcare decisions for their specific situation. Okay, so she's more for the people who are in need of healthcare, which still... Still, I, everything I say, I stand by. I mean, mm -hmm. there are more people who are being affected by COVID at record numbers, and it only seems to be getting worse. So I know she has her work cut out for her. So, mm -hmm. you know, Kayla, we thank you for what you do. Mm -hmm. I do love that she says that she loves a good tailgate. Girl, me too. <laughs> me too. There is nothing like a good tailgate. All right, down on to Kimberly, 28 from Seattle, Washington, and she is an airline recruiter. So, which, what technically would an airline recruiter be? Like, for staffing at the airlines? Maybe, yeah. Or, well, I maybe we'll find out on the show. Um, the first thing, reading through Kimberly's bios and her fun facts, she would not get along with Kendall because it says here that don't take Kimberly on a date to a cemetery because that's a hard pass for her. But my good friend Kendall, who was on Ari season with me, that was like her dream date. It was a nice little cemetery date. I, I, I noticed this as well. And the only time I know people that go to cemeteries is in New Orleans, right? Because of them being above ground and just, mm -hmm. you know, the display of it all. I, and I've been to those, never on a date, but I've been. 
because they have tours. Who is taking people <laughs> on a date to a cemetery just on the regular? You know what, boo? Let's go have a picnic in a cemetery. There are plenty of other things to look at than headstones. Then, you know what I mean? Then, <laughs> then dried up flowers on the grave, then uncut grass. Then I just don't want, I just don't understand the whole thing. And I love scary things and I love, mm -hmm. you know, but I, it's like, no. I, I mean, how many times has this happened to Kimberly for her to write it in her bio? It's like, is this what the kids are doing these days? That's I'm not actually quite sure. a good question. Like, has, has this been a reoccurring thing in her dating life? Yeah. Is that how it goes down in Seattle? Let us know, Seattle Bachelor Happy Hour <laughs> listeners. Is this how, how y'all get down? Um, the other thing I thought was funny is that she said she's a good shoulder to cry on. And I thought, well, Kimberly, get ready. Get mm -hmm. those shoulders. You better be doing some type of weights because everybody's going to be crying on your shoulder. Because as we've seen from the promos already, mm -hmm. they seem very dramatic and emotional. Her shirt is going to be soaked. Kit. 21. New York, New York. Socialite. Becca, you do your <laughs> thoughts first. Um. Okay, well, in full disclosure, I think... Kit out of the bunch is probably some the girl, the woman that most people know about because of where she comes from and who her mother is. So, um, yeah, I mean, first thoughts, everything aside, just taking away her background a little bit, just where she grew up, age, everything. I don't think she's going to be the one for Matt James. I think maybe she'll go far. I think maybe this is a great way to expand her social lightness, if you will. But mm -hmm. I, at the end of the day, I don't see her as a front runner in a, in a season. And that's just me solely basing it off of everything that I'm reading right here. So I think she's a trap and I absolutely seeing him falling for her. You think? Um, I think she's going to be a front runner. I think just as we know. So for those who don't know, Kit's mother is an international designer. She's Cynthia Rowley. I'm a big fan of Cynthia's clothes. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, I mean, I feel like you come in knowing a little bit about her and her lifestyle. So what I find the most interesting is that why are we describing her as a 21 year old socialite? Right. She has a podcast. She's got her own clothing line. Like, why are we making it? What, what, kind, what kind of narrative were we creating for her? I mean, other than the fact that she's all wrong based on this bio from Matt, which is why I say he's going to be into her and she's going to be a, tra a trap. She's 21. Based on the bio, she's 21, still lives at home with her parents. She's still in college and she's never had a serious relationship. Yet they describe her as a badass. Okay. Nothing about what I just told you would be deemed as a badass. Why is she a badass? Because she's the daughter of a, of a world-renowned designer. She's a badass because she's got her own clothing line. She's a badass because she has her own podcast. I don't understand why we're not giving the full picture here with her. I, I, like, I'm, I'm so confused. I find her bio the most intriguing, mainly because we come in here already knowing some things about her and how they're trying to tone it down mm -hmm. with her. Why don't you want us to know this about her? Good Confused. catch, Rachel. Well, and one thing too, I mean, and, and again, for everyone listening, who's probably going to say, you know, we're being too judgmental and harsh on her. We're only going off of one photo and this bio, but it does say here, I mean, yes, you know, we keep 
talking about the fact that she is only 21. She's the youngest cast member on this season. But it says here that she has never met anyone that matches her maturity level. So maybe, maybe we'll be surprised by that. And maybe I, mm, I, I think I actually think, okay, we're going to spend the most time on Kit. Mm -hmm. I actually think that um, she is a badass and she has a lifestyle very similar to a gossip girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's, her mom is this, as we said, this designer. So that means she's traveled the world. She probably spends her summers in the Hamptons. She's front row at fashion week with all these other designers. And she probably goes to other shows. She has lived a lifestyle that most bachelor contestants, if any, have ever lived. Mm -hmm. So it's not even that she meets somebody who like meets her maturity level. It's who meets her social status. It's who meets her lifestyle. Is that James? Sorry. Is that any of us? That's what I was just going to, Rich, I was just going to ask you that because yeah, she has, she she just from, you know, knowing a little bit of, of the background, like she's probably experienced a lot of really cool, unique things that most people in normal life will never have the opportunity to experience. And that's a lot of reason why I think some people come on the show. It's to like get to that level. So do you think like ultimately like say it is her and Matt at the end, like do you think their lives would even match up enough to work in the long run? Uh, no. And that's why I think she's a front runner. I don't think that she is the one if he did choose someone. Um, but I could see him being into her. And to me, this seems like a bucket list experience for her. You have mm-hmm. the world at your feet. You've probably been, you've met all these people. You probably could have a, a prearranged marriage if you wanted to. And you come on The Bachelor. No mm-hmm. offense, but it's like most people, most of the people who are leads aren't like meeting this, meeting you on this level. Mm-hmm. To me, this is like she's done everything but this. That's how I feel. So I yeah. can't take it seriously, but I think she's going to be, I think people are going to love her. I think she is somebody who's 21 who won't seem 21. I think she mm-hmm. will seem older because of everything that she's already experienced at 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'll be well, interesting. We'll she might be one of my favorites. She might be one of my favorites. She okay. might be one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. In, in, like, okay. Okay. Oh, I'm just leaving it at that. Mm-hmm. I want to be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, Kristen. She is 27. She is from Virginia Beach, and she is an attorney. Rachel, you know you love your attorneys. Sisters in the law. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see here. Oh, I mean, I feel like Kristen could be fun. She loves karaoke. Sign me up. I already want to, like, hang out with her based on this. Um, it says that she is definitely the party starter, and she doesn't want a man to be intimidated by her natural magneticism again that's why i'm hoping somebody else is writing these bios and not the women themselves right because i think she calls herself wifey material yeah in this one so hopefully that's somebody else writing it listen Mm -hmm. i'm always rooting for the lawyers i feel like i understand how they think and navigate this show um so i'm excited for Kristen. she's automatically going to be one of my favorites but i'm with you i it's not that she does karaoke it's that she loves to belt out a classic disney song me too girl me (laughs) (laughs) all right we like Kristen. all right next we got lauren another attorney shout out to the women of color on the season representing with these badass jobs lauren Mm -hmm. is 29 miami florida corporate attorney 
Um, what did I write about my, uh, once again, you know, she's, I didn't write much. seems like she has a very straightforward bio. Um, I never ran into her in Miami. If anybody's asking me that wants to know that, uh, but she, yeah, I'm rooting for any attorney. So mm -hmm. I find it interesting. She doesn't like lizards and frogs because that is Miami. That is Miami. lizards that is everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next we have Maggie. She is 32. So I think that puts her as the oldest woman so far in the group. 32. Yeah. She's from Ethiopia and she is a pharmacist. So already, I mean, this is the first pharmacist we've seen. Um, she, I think in my notes, I put, she was one that stood out to me just because she has just obviously a much different upbringing and I think career path than most of the girls. She won the diversity visa lotto. So that's actually how she got the opportunity to move here. And she's very grateful for all the opportunities she has been given in life. I think she's going to be, you know who she kind of reminds me of was somebody from Peter season who I really liked and wanted to see more of. And that was Alexa. Oh, yeah. But, but she was more reserved. I don't know if the show was like necessarily for her, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. that's where I feel like Maggie might land. I find her to be one of the more interesting people. And I love that she's from Ethiopia. I feel like she's going to have a story to tell. I feel like she's very cultured and will bring a different experience to the show just because of what she, she grew up in a small village in a different, on a different continent, let alone mm -hmm. country. And so I just feel like there's going to be a lot that she's going to bring us that the other girls can't. And she'll challenge Matt in a way that the other girls can't. Yes. Beautiful. This is so, okay. I have my notes back. This is one thing that stuck out to me. So kind of a side note i um uh, women one is a is a nonprofit charity organization that's very near and dear to my heart where um you can donate and they are building this women's center of worth over in africa and one thing that i really appreciated with maggie is that she actually runs a nonprofit that supplies shoes for girls back in her hometown which i think is very special she seems very compassionate and kind and caring and so um just a good soul, it seems like. So, next we have Mary, 24, from Odenton, Maryland. She's a marketing director. Marketing again. Here we go. Um, you know what's funny? She's the one person I didn't write any notes about. I completely somehow went past her bio. So, as I see, she's a pageant girl. Didn't mm -hmm. see that. Miss Number Maryland, two. USA. Second, second pageant girl. Don't need to be redundant here. You already know how I feel about all this. Once again. You too can be on The Bachelor if you're a pageant girl. That's how I feel about that. Um, I, I mean, she loves to sing. I pray she sings on the show. I think that'd be cool. Uh, we don't really see a lot of people singing. And when they do, they can't sing. Cue Jed and the guitar. Um, but I, I, I think uh, she seems interesting, let alone forget all the pageant stuff. It's cool that she is living what she calls the American dream. That's cool that she came here from Puerto Rico. So there's like, there's cool things about her. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Marilyn, 28, from Studio City. So a neighbor to both Rachel and I. And she is an event coordinator. Um, so for Marilyn, I, I have to say, when I was going through all of these bios at first, there were so many. <laughs> it felt like the list just kept going so on and on. So it was hard to like really pick apart now every bio as we get into the middle of it. And we're only on the M's at this point. Um, 
But one thing that I really liked about her is um, it says that she's an event coordinator, but she hopes to start several companies that are focused around promoting environmental welfare and healthy lifestyle choices. So that's something that stuck out to me. I think for me personally, the environment is such an important thing and it really needs a lot of help and love. And so kudos to her for wanting to hopefully take that on one day. She does not see herself with anyone who is lazy, introverted, or somebody who doesn't prioritize their health and hygiene, which I don't think from what we've seen so far is Matt. So we'll see. You you don't think he prioritizes hygiene? No, I think he, which I said that doesn't. I think oh. Matt does. I think he takes oh. care of his, his health. And he does not. I mean, if you're going on the show, you can't be an introvert as a lead. MJ, they the what they write about in her bio is that she's charming and memorable, and Matt will not have any trouble keeping her on his mind. That mm-hmm. lets me know right there she's problematic. She's one of the drama people in the show. Mm-hmm. I think they want us to take that as something that's a positive, and I'm sure she is charming. But the fact that she's memorable lets us know she's involved in a lot of shit. And it, and it, I will say, though, it also reads once she enters the Bachelor bubble. So I feel like we're going to be seeing maybe at least at first a lot of MJ. Yeah. Okay. Moving on down, we have Piper, who is also 23. She is from Happy Valley, Oregon, and is a graduate student. So it says that she has a dynamite personality, a creative mind. She also has a master's degree in marketing. Again, another marketing. Woman in the bunch. Um, you know what I'm kind of loving, though, through all of these women, much like Clarentatious season, is that they, for the most part, because we'll get down to some of them who we can't say this about, but for the most part, have uh, good careers, and it seems like they're ambitious. So I like that fact. We're not seeing any of like the weird titles, really, so far until we get down, which you'll know what we're talking about. But um, Piper, yeah, she her dream is to own a, Roy- a Rolls Royce one day. Uh, she loves her grandma, calls her graham cracker. Nothing like too, too major, again, stuck out to me throughout this bio. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. That, that's moving Piper. On. Rachel, 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 Rachel. Um, I always love a Rachel. She's another I hopeless don't. romantic. I don't. That's not me. I mean, I, I'd say it. I am, but I wouldn't define myself as that. But another one in the bunch. Um, Rachel. I love a Rachel. I don't like when Rachel spells her name with two A's. <laughs> it is my biggest pet peeve that I, with a name like Rachel, have to always tell people how I spell it. And it's because of two A'd Rachels. It's Rachel. In the biblical sense, with one A. But other than that, the fact that she's never been in love Mm -hmm. is a red flag. And I'm just going to tell you something right now. Matt James has never been in love. Rachel's never been in love. Even if he picks her in the end, it won't work. They will have fun as boyfriend and girlfriend. It just won't work. How old is Rachel? Rachel She's is. 24. I didn't even read that. Rachel's twenty four from Cummings, Cumming, Georgia, graphic designer. Um, when I read her first sentence, I literally thought they were d- beautiful eyes and a personality to match. Rachel's a southern sweetheart with a close knit family. I said, "My God, that's me." 
<laughs> You're like, am I back on the season again? <laughs> well, uh, the, the part that that really caught me, well, that I think rubbed me the wrong way slightly in this bio is that she's hoping that this is going to be her love story. That is something, he, and this is what it reads, that will be something huge and life altering, which it's like, okay, yes, I understand you're coming on this show and everything is hyped up and made to, you know, usually when you go on the show, you have these great dates, everyone falls in love. They like think this person is the best person and the one for them, which, you know, it's only going to work out hopefully probably for one person in the end of this. But like, that's why you can tell that she's a newbie at love because love doesn't have to be like this huge, like, slam bam thank you ma'am like in your face it can be exactly. a gradual steady appreciation and growth which maybe that just comes with experience and many relationships where you learn from and so that part that i was reading i was like oh that's why like it's gonna be this this love story for you rachel will be very interesting and probably one of the most unique relationships you've had depending on if you last longer than night one but um yeah i I think love, lasting love, is more than just this huge, crazy fire burst of a moment. Yeah, yeah, that's an immature way to describe love. It's not a, it's not an animation. Okay, this yes. is real life, folks. We have Sinead, twenty five. She is from Denver, Colorado, and she's an IT consultant. She's from Denver. Loves good old Red Rocks Amphitheater. Looking for a partner who will always be up for an adventure with her. She wants nothing more than an adventure of a lifetime, which who knows this show very well could be. We will see. Um, she can be competed in her first marathon when she was 16. Um, I, I, I get this when she says she doesn't like people who don't return their shopping carts at the grocery store drives her crazy. I 1000% agree. And there's no excuse why people should not return those damn carts. I, that's the that was the biggest takeaway. Mm -hmm. I know everything I need to know about you by the fact that you can't walk the extra 10 feet to go return the cart. Yes. I, it's, it is a character-defining trait. Mm -hmm. All right, Sarah, 24, San Diego, California, broadcast journalist. She is looking for her moment. Did I write about Sarah? Why oh, I she? did. She looks very familiar, and it's maybe because I used to live down in... No, nope, she looks familiar. She looks familiar. Yeah, um, why is that? She is a very familiar face, and I can't... I mean, she's in broadcast journalism. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. Um, she's a trained fire dancer. Wow, I didn't even see that. What I gathered, I think I mixed her up with somebody else. Are there two Sarahs? No. Yeah. No. Nope. Is there? There's just one. I... Definitely, I'm just now reading her bio for the first time. So many, I got confused. Okay. Yeah, so it looks like, I mean, it says here that faith is a huge component in her life. So she's hoping that she can find a man whose commitment is as strong as hers. Um, looking to be a power couple. She just has this familiar face. I don't know why. Maybe it's she because does. we've seen, like, is she one of the girls that, that was in the teasers a lot? No, I, I don't, don't know what any of them look like. But she's a trained fire dancer, which is dope. I don't even know what that really looks like, but I'm seeing it in my head. And I think that's really cool. I'd be curious to know how that happened. But she does look very familiar, mm -hmm. maybe because she's, I don't know, wants to be on TV. Um, but Well, I was going to say, okay, a you're not going to agree with this whatsoever, but a little, little, little bit of her, maybe it's the mouth 
looks and the cheekbones look like it reminds me of crystal okay in my mind i was thinking crystal were you but but there's somebody else she looks like that's famous mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of. But she does she does favor Crystal. This yeah. one I'll give you, Becca. Okay, she, thank you. Yeah, Whew. one one out of many. I'll give you her. <laughs> okay, moving on down, we have Serena C. She is another 24 four year old. I feel like that's the the median age here is 24. She's from San Francisco and she is a flight attendant. So it says that she is a free spirit. She loves adventure and is always up. For a good time, well, you came to the right place because hopefully the show is the biggest adventure yet, Serena C. Um, so for her, hey, she loves bottomless mimosas and her favorite food is a chicken wing. So I feel like yeah. she'd get on very well with the two of us. We can have her on happy hour no, one day. No, no, no. <laughs> I do not want to be your friend because you like to drink and eat chicken. No, I need more. That is the most basic. It's like being like, I love tacos. Taco Tuesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, You know what stands out to me is that she's not a fan of birthday attention. Mm-hmm. I am such a big birthday person. And not just for myself, for other people. I like, I love, you know, like, happy birthday. This is great. It's your day. It's all about you. Celebrate the whole month. I always find it odd when people are like, you know what? Nope, no birthday attention. There's mm-hmm. got to be a story there, Serena C. Why is it? There might, and it might be like an emotional thing. I don't know. Maybe something from growing up, but I am so big on birthdays. It's interesting that she's not big on birthdays. That attention doesn't make her happy, but putting together a matching outfit brings her joy. Well, and also like, if you don't like birthday attention, I'm just going to right now, and I could be very wrong here. You don't just like attention in general, which is not a great place to be going on a a reality TV show where everyone's watching and commenting and DMing and all the things. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe just stay off of social media if you don't like the attention. Um, yep. Yeah. We have Serena C. We've got another Serena. Wow. Not two Hannahs, not two Sarahs, not two Crystals, not two Beccas. We've got two Serenas. This is, this is interesting. This mm-hmm. Serena, Serena P. I know she she came on the show thinking, I just know I'm going to be the only Serena. Little mm-hmm. do you know, now you have a letter after your name. Serena P, 22, from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. She is a publicist. Um, she, too, has never been in love. Womps. It's when do we choose all these people who've never been in love? Not feeling it. Also not feeling that on her bucket list is to change attire. Somebody DM her right now and send her a YouTube clip on how to change a tire. Because I don't oh, I understand can... why that's on her bucket list. We can teach her. Yeah. Why? It's so on her bucket list. We though. got you. It's on, it's on her bucket list. Um, she would love to have a pet chicken. <laughs> she would love to have a pet chicken. Um, you know, Serena, you know who else likes their chickens is Kenny. Mr. Mm. Kenny. So mm. maybe you guys can own one together one day. Um, yeah, she's chronic chronically hangry which it's not a good thing yeah okay and that is serena p okay we got just a couple more left everyone next up is sydney 28 she is from net whoa i was gonna say natural she's Mm -hmm. from nashville tennessee another if you believe it marketing specialist Jeez. um so actually her her bio stuck out to me because the amount of times that it says she's not afraid to be vocal or opinionated or outspoken comes up quite a bit. So it yep. leads me to believe that she 
A, either might, you know, rub people the wrong way in the house and call a lot of the women out or mad out or roosters out and have a bone to pick with people and issues. Or she could just be very direct in a very charming, endearing way. Who knows? But um, that's the part that stuck out to me. Yep, I'm going with you. That's what I wrote. Opinionated. She's a problem in the house. You got to say it that many times. You want Mm -hmm. us to know something. All right, last but not least, we've got Victoria. Oh, Victoria. Victoria Victoria is 27. She's from Los Angeles, California. And get this, you guys. We knew we couldn't get all the way through it without it. Her job title is Queen. Mm -hmm. Queen, you guys. Queen. (laughs) Um, You know, I thought, personally, we were done with this. I thought we were done with uh, the fake jobs. You know, Mm -hmm. especially for a 27-year-old. So if she's being defined as the queen professionally, that means that she's going to be acting like it. And Mm -hmm. I just don't have time for it. Like, Victoria, why are you setting yourself up for failure in the house? Why? Just just, just skip this and say, you know what, guys? Can you just handpick me like you did Matt James and send me to paradise? Because that's just what, that's all you're asking for at this point. She, I get uh, very much Corinne vibes from Nick's season with Victoria. Yeah, not, cur- not not the way that they look, but just title and bio. That's what yeah. I'm going off of. You know, she says she has a big personality and needs a man who can keep up, but who won't be controlling in any way. She loves loyalty and honesty. You know what I thought? Victoria, you need a dog. She That's has what I one. Thought. Well, she, another one. <laughs> she has another one. Rachel, the light of her life is Coco, her golden doodle. So I'm there you go. You, this woman does this woman needs a dog. <laughs> maybe multiple um yeah so there are all of the women 32 plus i know that that's a lot to remember it's gonna yeah. be an interesting season it's gonna be an interesting season not because the bios are interesting it's gonna be interesting because we've seen promos at this point we've gotten a feel at least of how we think matt james's season is going to go we know that there is going it's going to be intense there's going to be a lot of drama uh, we tears. know that when you're when you're in this one place, there's a lot of boredom. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest. It's not the typical season. And you got to get creative. Producers have their work cut out for them. And so that means we're expecting more from these women. And I feel like these women are going to give it to us. Let me ask you this. So thinking about now we've we've already had one season where they were at the resort, couldn't travel, couldn't do all these. Like, like they still had really awesome dates, but it wasn't like the extreme extravagant dates that we've seen in the past. Do you think because of that? Because I will say, I think the Clarentatious season that we saw had some of the most random drama and there was a lot happening in most episodes that because of that, because of the lack of the travel, you don't have that downtime. There is more when you are pent up in one resort for two months yeah like you stir crazy Mm -hmm. right i i was insane in the house when we were in the bachelor mansion i hate it so i hate it to this day Mm -hmm. um absolutely like you just go crazy after a while because at least when you're traveling you have your dark days where you can go out and explore whatever city Mm -hmm. you're in do something personally take care of yourself i mean they really have their work cut out for them yeah um okay so your top four real quick who are your top four people Top four, I would have to say, I'm going to say Alana, just because she was the one that moved on the whim and just kind of was like a yes woman. So she was one of mine. Um, 
Oh, man. I liked... Okay, I have two different lists going on. I have one in my phone and then one that uh, for notes that I took when as we were speaking. And on mm-hmm. those notes, I have Amani and Kristen. Okay. But then in, in my own notes, I also have Maggie and Sine. Okay. I can't remember all these people. <laughs> you know, so, why it's hard. <laughs> and I meant to do this as I was going along. So I'm going to put... Um, what did I? What does this say? I'm going to put Maggie, mm-hmm. Rachel. I'm always going to root for a Rachel. Um, where's one of my attorneys? I think I'm going to go. Okay, so what did I say? Maggie, mm-hmm. Rachel, Lauren, and. Where was that pageant girl? Uh, the first one? Mary. 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 Mary, Maggie. Mary, Maggie, Rachel, and Lauren. Okay. But also, it's it, this is interesting to do because, I mean, I've said this time and time again, I'm always wrong. So right now, I'm just simply going off of, like, who I personally like. I need to see Matt on screen, at least for a little bit, to get a feel for what he actually wants. Yeah, we shall see. We'll see what <laughs> we'll see what Matt wants. I know from talking to Matt before, he wants a woman who is about her business. That's what he said to me. He wants a woman who... Uh, has a lot going for her, who's pretty much the total package. So that just means like not someone, you know, who looks good, where there's some depth, where they are ambitious, where they have career goals. So I don't know. I like to think that that's what I went. I went out of my element here picking Mary because she's a pageant girl. So I'm trying Mm -hmm. to be nice. I'm trying to be nice to pageant girls this go around. Do you think taking it back to Peter's season because he was our last bachelor before matt and he we saw him kind of fall in love with a lot of women like i think Mm -hmm. he loved the idea of loved uh, of sorry he loved the idea of love like we said and do you think matt because he's never fully been in love he's gonna fall hard and fast for a lot of women or be more guarded and it's gonna be a harder road for him I think that it is going to be hard and overwhelming for Matt because unlike other people, he's never had this type of experience of being in front of the camera in this way. And now you're leading it. Mm -hmm. I think that Matt is going to fall in love with the attention that he's getting from the women. Look, it's no secret. We always say the men do a pitiful job at this. And because they pick the girl, their dream girl, they pick the girl who maybe... They couldn't get they couldn't who they never would see themselves with outside of this or they feel like they couldn't get. So I think he's going to fall for the attention and, you know, attraction. I think they will be, you know, I think he will mix it with feelings of love. I just, I, you know, before, if you guys listened to this before, I was like, I think Matt's going to pick somebody and I think that he's going to fall in love. And I think and I was just like, it's going to work for him. After seeing him say he's never been in love with Chris Harrison to to Chris Harrison, now I don't see it. And partly is because I talked to Matt for almost three hours and he never said that to me. Mm -hmm. 
I, I just, it's, it's, there's some, I don't know. It bothers me. It rubs me the wrong way. He never said it to me. So it makes me, I don't know. Like what I would think you would say but that. Do you think then he, he, do you think then it's just more to hype it up and like, have that be a storyline? Like I've never been in love because I said this to you on the podcast when we first saw the very first teaser come out where he said that. And I was like, maybe he has been or like women might come out like that have dated him in the past that will be like, oh no, he said that to me. Maybe it's just part of the storyline. And that's a problem. And that, right. But, and so now that, that I think true? that we read through so many bios where so many, it's not just like one or two, but there's multiple women out of these 32 that have never been in love where that's going to be such a that's prevalent storyline. That's a good point. I don't want it. I don't, I mean like, I'll say this and then we'll let you guys go because I feel like we've taken so much of your time already here on Bachelor Happy Hour. But when you're you're chosen to lead for a reason, right? You're not supposed to be like everyone else. You're handpicked out of thousands, tens of thousands of applicants because there is something that sets you apart. So I don't want to see my lead like everybody else mm -hmm. i don't want to see them average i don't want to see them sorry like that might sound a little harsh but you know there used to be a show called average joe you know what i mean like if that's mm -hmm. what you want to watch you can go see that somewhere else so mm -hmm. when i see you say things like you've never been in love and there's this whole storyline it's like well shit i can go talk to you know old old boy i talked to last year who was out here playing around and right. didn't know and and wasn't interested in finding love or had never been in love before mm -hmm. so I think that's why it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we as women, we see that wishy-washiness all the time. Like that's yeah. something I'm sure every woman who's in the dating space and or has been there in the past has encountered. And, and you know, like we're over it. No one wants that. Like you come on the show, you know, the point of the show is to get engaged, to fall in love, to find a partner. And so, I just can't take you seriously. Yeah. That's how I feel. Change well, my mind. Change my mind. I want it to be changed. I think our recaps when the season starts will be very good. Very interesting. So thank yep. you guys for listening again. That was the exclusive. You can't get this anywhere else. We are the first ones to uh, really dig in deep and see these women. So there you have it. 32 women. We're going to see a lot this season. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in. And we always love to do these episodes. These bonus ones are fun because it's a little extra thing to get you going in your week and, and again we're the exclusive so you got the 32 women headshots bios and our take on this again this is just very preliminary and who we think we like to go far so we're super pumped about matt's upcoming season but in the meantime we still have four episodes of the bachelorette left so for the next two weeks it's going to be on it's going to be airing on mondays and tuesdays and our bachelor happy hour episodes will be coming out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, so the following morning from each show. So please listen in, tune in to us, and make sure you don't miss out. And to yeah, and in order to avoid ever missing any new episodes, you got to make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Wondery app. And if you're not already following us on social, make sure you do that because you don't want to miss out on everything that we're bringing to you guys for Bachelor Happy Hour. So you know where to find us by now. It's at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Happy Hour on Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you guys next week. 
So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 